Good morning, Flagler County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the radio show connecting you to positivity here in our community. And we've already started the show before we ever got started. Good morning, Matt. How are well, you? Good morning, Danielle. How are you? <laughs> we are super excited to have Chief Matt Downey here in the studio with us. Uh, he basically is the godfather of Flagler Beach. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, maybe the big uncle. Big uncle. I like that. How's that? <laughs> as long as you're not drunk, uncle, we're good. No, actually, can you believe it? It's been a little over 10 years. No way. 10 years. I started in Flagler Beach in November of 2013. You don't look a day over 29. Uh, your your flattery is going to get you. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere, yeah. So uh, not not bad for 60 years old. So That is super. You know, we were actually kind of talking about that before the show started. You know, um, give a real passion for law enforcement and supporting the next generation that comes after you. Oh, absolutely. That's how you build a future. And um, if you don't want to be in this business for the right reasons, then, you know, you shouldn't be in it. So. Uh, it's got to be a passion. It's got to be something that you really, really um, are dedicated to. And the time when you decide where you can't make a difference anymore, it's probably time to back out. And that's not me. So I'll be around for a while. I hope so. You, you got to die on the job probably. Like uh, I hope not. I hope to get uh, at least five more years <laughs> in. Uh, but that'll wind up being you know forty plus years of, of law enforcement. So that'll that'll be enough. And then turn it over to somebody else. I don't. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll work it out. <laughs> So, you know, I know you do like some really, really, really cool stuff here at Christmas. Wait, hold on. So for people who don't know you, which I find hard to believe, tell them about your career. How did you um, get started in law enforcement? So it's a family business. So my grandfather was a cop in New York City. He was a motorcycle officer. My dad was a cop in Hempstead. And so it's been the family business in, in my family for over well, 120 years. Wow. Uh, between my, my dad and my grandfather. And um Went to Daytona State College and really didn't have a whole lot of direction in my life. So I uh, went in the Air Force in 1984, uh, did uh, t- you know, four years in the Air Force, actually got out a couple months early uh, due to budget cuts. And by that time, uh, I was stationed in North Dakota and I knew I didn't want to be in the cold anymore. Um, if you haven't been to a third world country, North Dakota is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got the bug to get into law enforcement, went to the academy and started um, my my law enforcement career off with the city of Daytona Beach. I did 20 years there. Uh, had a great career. Did everything I, I could have wanted and more. At the time I started, I just wanted to ride a motorcycle. Um, so you were a motorcycle guy? In Daytona. In the heyday of all the events in Daytona. So Bike Week, Spring Break, uh, Biketoberfest, uh, NASCAR, all those wow. events that we had down there. Uh, it was a great career. Started off at the bottom and Retired as a captain, working for uh, now it's Sheriff uh, Chitwood, but it was Chief Chitwood back then, back in uh, 2008. And then went over to the middle of the state for a couple of years to a little town called Avon Park. I was a police chief there for two years. And then decided to get out of law enforcement and try something different and worked at Stuart Marchman, uh, oh. which is a great, great corporation. I worked with uh, at-risk juveniles that had substance abuse and mental health uh, issues. Did that for three years. Learned a lot. Uh, but I still had that desire to get back into law enforcement. Just, you just couldn't get rid of the, the itch. And uh, Flagler Beach was looking for a chief, and uh, I was lucky enough to get selected. And I've been there ever since. So, you have done um, some remarkable things in Flagler Beach since it's been. You've taken it's there. been you know ten years of of a lot of hard work. Uh, but when you work with awesome people, it's it's not even like working. So you just go to work every day and. Um, I found the right place that fits me. Um, it's 
laid back town. So, I, you know, if you've never seen me or met me, met me before, um, I tend to wear a bicycle uniform. <laughs> Most people see me in shorts every day. Uh, even in January, I'll wear shorts. Uh, polo, uh, out riding my bicycle, out in the community. Uh, I'm a people person, so getting out and being around is uh, is what I love to do and just talk to people and try to make a positive difference in their life, whether it's um, just talking to them as a, as a visitor or a resident or just, you know, delving into a, a case and doing what I can to help. Like we had a, a, a graffiti case that we solved a couple of weeks ago. I think that was incredible. I mean, um, are you allowed to talk about it? Um, yeah, absolutely. It was, um, it was just, it was a hate crime. Uh, which and, is rare for our community. Which is very, very, uh, very rare, especially in Flagler Beach and even in Flagler County. But um, it was anti-Semitic hate. Um, specifically targeted at businesses in Flagler Beach. Um, but, you know, when you work again with great people, um, whether it was patrol officers or civilian staff, Detective Rosanna Vinci and Sheriff Staley's got his real-time crime center. And there's only four folks that work in there, but you don't talk about synergy. They do about 10 people's worth of work for four people. And, and when law enforcement's working together, it actually puts unity in community and we wound up finding the guy that did it. Now, unfortunately, he fled to Ireland, but you know that's on him. So, is he like an Irish resident? He's an Irish resident. He was only here. Um, he owned a home in Flagler Beach, and uh, he knew we were coming for him, and he fled back to to Dublin. Did he sell his house, or is he? Uh, he put he his house back? actually up for sale three days after we posted his picture on Facebook. You're kidding? No. Wow. So he's not coming back. I don't think he's coming back. But so. that's incredible that, like, not only were you able to solve that crime, I mean, now he's like an international fugitive, right? So he's a fugitive. If he comes back anywhere into the United States, whether it's a port or a airport or train, whatever, he's, he's going to get arrested. So he, uh, he decided he didn't want to stay. So I don't blame him. He's got to go. <laughs> but there's just no um, – But you have people like, you know, your detectives and – how many? You just have one detective. I just right? have one right now. If I can like get the full, she is. You know, everybody thinks Pitbull is a singer from South Florida. <laughs> She's a detective in Flagler Beach. She was recognized a few years ago by the Florida Police Chiefs Association as the Officer of the Year for agencies under twenty six warrant, which is incredible. What do you think makes her so tenacious? Um, attention to detail, and she just her engine just revs at high RPMs. She just, you know, she. She just goes full speed when she gets uh, she gets a case, and it's remarkable to watch. And you know, sometimes when you get like that, it's really hard to turn your brain off to kind of disengage from it. But she does a fantastic job. And um, you know, this specific case uh, was there was a lot of legwork that needed to be done, a lot of video from a lot of different places, and uh, getting the video, watching the video. So you know, our patrol officers did a great job, and. Um, my property and evidence clerk, who's another retired Daytona officer, helped writing uh, search warrants and all these other things. And our business community was um, so engaged. When we asked them, "Hey, can we, you know, have access to your video?" They just opened their, you know, their doors and said, "Yeah, we're here to help. We we don't want this. We don't need this in our community. And whatever you need us to do, we'll do." So, whether it was you know Johnny D or um, Walt from Poor Waltz helped us out and. Uh, Ken Aston, the owner of Dollar General, whoever we asked to help, can we look at your video? They gave us everything that they could do. And it's pretty much like that for any crime. Like if it's a stolen surfboard or it's, you know, whatever people are like, 
Exactly. It's they're they're just engaged folks. They they want a safe community. They want to know that the police are going to investigate crimes. And um, you know, I got invited to come on today's show, and then tonight I got invited by um, Rabbi Levy to go to a menorah lighting tonight at five thirty. See, it's special. It's a special place. It really is, and and so. You guys do some really community-based things, and I think that's kind of what's made it the way that it is. You know, because people like feel so. safe. You know, they don't feel like, like you know, police officers are like, oh, we have a dirty agency or any of that. They're, they're like, dude, we love our police. It's it's a great place to be because of the the community that embraces the police department, and you know that's a, an attribute to the men and women that are that are the police department to get out of their cars, to talk to people, to be approachable, to be uh, willing to do, you know, wear many, many hats. When you work in a small agency, you've got to wear a lot of different hats and a lot of different uh, facets. And you have to be that, that special person. That's why flag their beach isn't a fit for everybody. Um, It really has got to be someone that's got, you know, community policing on their mind and, and those type of things. So when, again, when you work with fantastic people, it, it just is really, really fun. So to come up with different things, whether it's, uh, I know one of your um, recent guests was Nadine King. I was going to say that one of my fa- <laughs> one of my favorite people, yes. you know, and we've partnered with her for almost I think this is nine years with you know toys for tickets and and all these little nuances that make Flag the Beach so unique. I mean, when I first saw you guys, you were doing. I started covering news. You were rock painting with the community, and I was like, "Yeah, rock painting for with real? kids. Yeah, you want to be a rock star? Come paint rocks with kids." <laughs> it was like the police. You guys are in there doing it, or you do like the trunk or treat stuff and and all that. Yeah, we try to be um, as fun as possible and to kind of change people's perceptions. Whether it's um, you know, we had uh, Sheriff Staley in a in a dunking booth at a first Friday <laughs> event a few years back, and. Um, just to do fun stuff, things that, you know, people may not think law enforcement would be involved in the trunk or treat. I've got to give, uh, the credit to, uh, my administrative assistant, Dee Ramirez. She is the driving force behind that. So is she? She's, um, yeah, she's kind of like the den mom. She gets everybody all fired up about it. And even when we had COVID, um, you know, I have a sore spot in my heart for, for children and the elderly. You know, they're the two, in my opinion, the two most vulnerable populations on the planet. And, you know, when COVID hit and Halloween was coming, we needed to do something because those kids aren't going to get those years back of trick-or-treating. So we wound up doing um, our trunk-or-treat as a drive through so-, so that we could the kids could dress up in their cars and the easiest thing for us to do is dress up as doctors and nurses and put on scrubs <laughs> and John Subers helped us out with scrubs so we could uh, look like doctors and nurses and everybody was masked up. But if you're six or seven years old and you missed two years because of COVID a trick or treating, you're not getting those years back. That, you know, those, two, those two years of COVID really impacted our kids in a way that I don't think any of us have seen in our lifetime. No, it was a game changer. And, you know, when it comes to, if you remember what your high school graduation was like, these kids got kind of, that was taken away from them. And I know they try to do some inventive things like um, at the Speedway, they did some stuff where they drove around the track. It was really cool. It was really cool. It made it special for them. But, you know, I don't know that we'll feel the, the end result of that for, for many, many years. And uh, hopefully we never have to go through another pandemic and, 
I know. And, and the way that our community bands together, every time there's an emergency, I mean, it's like, it's so incredible. And then we watch the women of the women's club who come together to support you guys. Right. You know, you just, you don't see that kind of stuff in other places. It, it's just a unique place. The women's club mobilizes again, or the, uh, the rotary club of Flagler beats a really, oh really small club. And, you know, they've, they gladly, you know, they host the parades, you know, for the 4th of July and the holiday at the beach parade, which just had a couple weeks ago. And the best thing you can do when you work with those folks is just get out of their way. Right. <laughs> just, just be humble, be thankful, uh, be gracious and just step aside and then. It's it's amazing just to watch what they do. It was kind of funny. I was joking with you this year. Were we going to have a car fire? Since the, the no, wind- yeah, no car <laughs> fires this year. Uh, no uh, pirate ships blasting off, uh, you know, munitions like they did one year and and kind of scared me to death. But uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, like you work in the best place ever, right? It is. It is. It's uh, it's the coolest little place you could ever work. I mean, it has its challenges at times, just like any any place else. But uh, at the end of the day. Uh, you got to have a little bit of fun, you know. A day without laughter is a day wasted. I'm a big believer in that. It's all about attitude. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about what's coming up in Flagler Beach with Chief Matt Downey. Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should. Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Okay. I'm Joe Wright, Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family. 586-9039. I look forward to your call. 586-9039. So I wanted to come back to Pompos where I live, and they gave me the opportunity to work with them. What we're trying to do is really help provide more efficiency in how government officials are being able to see their data and so that they can also improve the type of um, decision-making. All right, we are back with Chief Downey. We're talking about what's coming up as far as the fireworks and New Year's and the pier and all kinds of things happening at Flagler Beach. Because, you know, really and truly, you're kind of like the PIO for the community over there. I've been that for about seven or eight years. It's uh, it's another hat you get to wear at a small uh, small city. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun, whether it's social media or coming on radio shows and Talking about social media, you guys have the best social media. Who does that? Uh, actually, I do. So I've been... Uh, <laughs> I was introduced to Canva about eight years ago. I really was not that big on social media, and um, it's actually pretty fun to do. I try to getting stuff out. Uh, the reason I like it is I get to put a unique spin on stuff and get a chance to show. Sometimes a little lighter side. Sometimes it's very serious, and um, you know, press releases and those things. But um, like this this month uh, on Fridays is uh, Halloween or Holiday Dad Joke Friday. Oh my gosh! I didn't notice that. Which is yes, which is kind of unique. And uh, every every Friday night at nine o'clock, we have a nine p.m. routine about locking your car and those type of things. And uh, for a small city with five thousand, a little over five thousand people, we're about fifty followers short of sixteen thousand on Facebook, which is pretty cool. That is awesome. I was going to say you get some really good engagement from the community. Yeah, they've uh, they've embraced the page and they like it so. well, I think it's because it's timely, you know, and we don't have to look around. If, if we need to know something, 
like we can look right on your page and it's, yeah, it's we, we try to be as engaged as, as possible. I, I can't answer every single question that people have on there. Um, but no, but you get the information out like right get, away. Try to get it out as, I mean, I, I posted uh, pictures of a single vehicle crash on, uh, just before I left, uh, looks like a, um, a lady had a, maybe a medical episode, and oh. she hit the, the raised median right in front of uh, the net by George. Oh, wow. Uh, but I, I put that out so everybody know that the lanes on A1A were open, uh, so they don't have to worry about any delays. And So whether it's that or just getting out. Um, Is it, A1A your biggest headache? Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it a headache. It's It's got its challenges. Um, after Hurricane Matthew, which I always refer to as Hurricane Matthew because everyone says Matthew messed that up. And I'm yeah. like, not this Matthew. I didn't have any part of A1A falling into the ocean. It's got its challenges, but um, the folks at uh, the Florida Department of Transportation in District 5, which is based out of the land, uh, super easy to work with. So if we have needs, they're very proactive. If there's a nor'easter that they know is coming, they already you know, got crews ready that – all we have to do is pick up the phone. So they're incredible. Um, they're just challenges, just like anything else. If you're going to be in coastal policing, which is what we are, you're going to have challenges. So, what are you seeing as far as like crosswalks and stuff? I mean, I know that there's been some like installation of crosswalks and things. What are some of the biggest needs that you think that the city has? Um, you know, there's a couple different things. Lighting is one of them, but we've got to be extremely cognizant of the fact that when turtle nesting season's coming, you've got to comply with uh, the lighting requirements for, for the turtles. So um, there is a need for cross additional lighting and crosswalks, but uh, DOT will be doing a repave of A1A from South 8th Street, which is uh, a block south of Tortugas, all the way up to the 1800 block, which is four blocks north of the Aliki starting in 2025 so the that whole um 26 blocks wow of downtown a1a is going to change dramatically as far as the way that it looks crosswalks parking they're looking at all different avenues line of sight so that's going to be a great improvement to the city good along with things like the beach renourishment program which starts next july the new pier which hopefully by July, we'll start demoing the old pier. July of next year? Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, and then they're going to have to build a truss on the south side of the old pier to take down the old pier and then put the new pier over the footprint of the old one. So, Oh, it's going right into the same place. Same place. And then you've got the construction of the new hotel, which has been going on for a few months, and that's going to be an 18-month project. So there's going to be a lot of moving parts with a lot of different um, things going on, the hotel, the pier, the beach renourishment, the A1A repave. And I'm a big believer if it's going to be hectic, I'd rather be hectic all at one time than spread those projects out over eight years. Yeah. Just do it. Just give it to me for two years. Rip the Band-Aid off. Right. Would you rather one cut or a bunch of paper cuts? Just, well, you know, the, this, even the businesses have gone through so much, you know, and it's been like, how do you keep They've endured sustained? so much because of uh, things out of their control, you know, the storms. But uh, when you see an event come like Biketoberfest and it's Chamber of Commerce weather, you got to feel great for them because they really, really need that. And, you know, the, the locals are the ones that, you know, really would get behind the businesses and um, I'm a big believer in, you know, shop local, eat local, yes. love local. So whether whatever the restaurant of your choice is, if you haven't been there in a while, go. And or if even you if you really have to get take su- out. 
you know, DoorDash it or just stop by and get gift cards and give gift cards locally. Anybody can get an Amazon gift card, but get a gift card to Tortugas or Oceanside or Funky Pelic. Just keep your money local. Because then they'll actually go in there and spend more money. Because, you know, you get a $25 gift card. You're spending $100 when you go in there. If you haven't had bacon-wrapped plantains, (laughs) right? Jeff Bezos is going to make a lot of money at Amazon. But if you keep your money local, that money stays local, which means you're helping not just the restaurant owners, but the staff, the wait staff that are in there. So support your local businesses. I'm I'm a huge believer in it. And like I said, the good thing is working in such a great community. You name a restaurant, I can tell you what my favorite meal is. <laughs> That's all. We should have Favorite Meal Friday. We should have Favorite Meal Friday. That would be really that cool. That would be super cool. <laughs> all right, got to ask about the uh, fireworks. Oh, for – I heard um, they were coming back to Flagler Beach so this year. Flagler, so we will be having fireworks on New Year's Eve. Wow. Wow. So um, it's going to – there will not be any alcohol served. So, and the place is going to be Veterans Park. Oh. So, uh, the plan right now is to have uh, some entertainment, maybe a DJ there from 10 o'clock till about 11.45 and then get ready. And then fireworks, uh, I think it's a 12 minute show from the pier. That is awesome. But they'll be low level. So, it's not going to be the high fireworks that you're normally accustomed to because the length of the pier is shortened because of the damage. Oh. So they'll be low-level fireworks. So people don't need to get upset when they say, this isn't like our normal fireworks. Just realize Correct. it's a little different this it's year. A, it's going to be a little different because the, the length of the pier uh, that they can't go out, that part of the pier is unstable. So they will be blasting fireworks off uh, at midnight. Uh, actually, I guess that's New Year's Day. So are they going to like um, – are you shutting down the restaurants from serving alcohol or is it just no alcohol no, no, in the no, park? No, al- there will be no alcohol served in the park. Just in the park. Okay. So if you're at – uh, Fins, that's going to be a great spot. If you're on the upper deck at Fins to see the fireworks, you can just sit right there. Sit right there. Beautiful. Or you can come to Veterans Park. That's awesome. So do you, are, is it going to be like free to the public? Do you know? It's free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you excited? I mean, I know like it's been a little while since we had, you know, it, COVID gave us that break. Right. So we haven't, we haven't had fireworks. So um, cautiously optimistic, I think is the word. Just, I don't know, because we've never done it before. At night, and a lot of folks don't like to go out on on New Year's Eve. Um, they don't want to be involved in any you know any type of drinking and driving problems that uh, that may they may arise. And some people like to go to bed early, but um, we'll see. I think there'll be a great turnout, and just you know, just like anything else, just come and be respectful and have a great time, and you won't have any problems. And this is really like the last fireworks from the pier, right? Unless you do it It'll- July Fourth. That's you know that's He's like, no, that's sh- ways away. <laughs> I, I don't well because if they tear down the new the old pier, then you know it's probably going to be the last time until the new pier is uh, erected, and that's probably you know a two year job. So that yeah, if you guys really want to enjoy it, come on out. All right, so I didn't like let you talk about anything that's on that piece of paper here. <laughs> you got two minutes. Roll it out. That's okay. What do we got here? That's all right. But we're, I'm here to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Well, what's so? What's on your paper? So you wanted to talk about like holiday safety tips? Oh my. Yeah, we're <laughs> so I came prepared. I brought holiday safety. All right, tips. two minutes of safety tips. Let's go. Two, we got two minutes. Yes. So everybody knows most of the big ones about shopping with uh, shopping in groups and those type of things. But a couple of things you probably should think of if you're going to um, to go out with a group of folks to, to shop is one: make sure your cell phone is charged before you leave the house. Oh, that's a good one. Bring a booster with you just in case. And if you're going shopping with kids or even friends, take p- 
picture, like a big selfie picture, because if something bad does happen and you can't find somebody, you have a recent picture of what they're wearing. Um, if you can um, have a predetermined meeting place, hey, we're going to go to Tanger Outlet, but we're going to meet at the polo store at 3 o'clock. That lets everybody know what time they should be there and where they should be. That's smart. If by 3.15 somebody doesn't show up, there may be a problem. You can always call them. That's why you want to make sure they have a, a charged cell phone. If it's something really is bad and you have a picture of them, um, but with the age of technology, with whether and I'm not endorsing products, um, Life 360 or GPS on the phone, you'll know where they are. So especially with kids, if you have a, a teenager, when you're going to go shopping in a, in a big place like that, Mall of Millennia, wherever you're going, if you have something like Life 360, you'll know where they are. And some of those kids are actually asking to put those on voluntarily. Voluntarily because they don't, they don't want there to be any problems. And, you know, if you're going to do that with your child, they'll know where you are as well. In case something happens, they can get to you. So um, I've got an old, you know, my parents are elderly and um, my dad's, unfortunately, he has a flip phone. I don't think Life360 will work on his phone, but um, my mom's going to be 85 years old. And, you know, it'd be nice to know where she's at and God forbid she needs me. So. Um, it's just those little things. It's just a little have a plan when you go out and shopping. Um, if you do that, then and things would be great. We want everybody to have a great time. So when you go out, shop. Um, and if a deal that you get on email from a company sounds too good to be true, it's probably a scam. I have to tell you, my neighbor um, has been talking with Wilhelmina and having her take her go by gift cards. Right. Um, and we just found out yesterday from her son because she's elderly. Uh, that people she has been contacted by online would would talk to her and because she's alone um they would stop talking to her until she gave them gift cards she would send them gift cards yeah. and he said you know don't take her to go buy gift cards anymore because that's what's happening to her is, is she's getting, getting her scammed. money right so if you get an email from something like amazon that you you don't have an amazon account and they're offering you something that's again it's going to sound fantastic don't click on anything. If they're if they're offering that deal, go to their website. But how, so you get how can a, the elder elderly know? Like, it's because they're not quite as savvy. Uh, I can tell you, you know, like one of the big phone scams that's going on right now is a police department, and they get these. The bad guys are they're very adept at doing this. They sound very convincing uh, because that's their job is to to weasel people out of money. And they'll call and say, you know, the Flagler Beach Police Department has your dad under arrest. In order for him to get out, you need to go get a prepaid gift card and call us back and give us the PIN number. Police departments don't call you. That sounds illogical. It sounds illogical, but it happens a lot more than you would believe. So are you seeing anybody using AI to scam voices and yet? Uh, nobody's going to scam my voice. It's very <laughs> – it's very – uh you know, you can pretty much hear me, but no, that's not, not anything I've seen. But ghosting phone numbers is, is very, uh, very frequent, which means they'll make a phone number look like it's coming from someplace else. Uh, my deputy chief and I were on our way out to the Flagler County EOC, and his personal cell phone rang, and the number calling his personal cell phone was his personal cell phone number. So he held it up. I said, whose number is that? And he said, that's my that's my phone calling my phone. 
So I said, well, don't be rude. Answer yourself. (laughs) (laughs) How is that possible, though? Because they ghost it. They can ghost it to make it look like it comes from the city of Flagler Beach. Wow. So they'll usually um, put the area code. So uh, for Flagler Beach, for an example, you'll see 386-517. 517 is the prefix for the city of Flagler Beach. 2000, you guys. 2000. But you'll see one, 517-2024. And you'll think it's the city. You'll think it's it's not. It's somebody else. So how can they, what's the best thing they should do if they're not sure? If, don't answer the phone if you don't recognize the phone number. Even if you recognize the phone number, you should know who the person is on the other end of the line. So if it's... Penny Overstreet, who's our city clerk. If you've ever met Penny, you know what her voice sounds like. Right. Let it go to voicemail. Let it go to voicemail. Check the voicemail to see if it's somebody you recognize because they can ghost your phone number so easy. And I'm hearing that there's also the thing where if you get them to say, if you say yes. Yes, they can record your voice and then they can use it against you. That's crazy. So any other safety tips? Um. If if you don't feel safe leaving a place and they have security or law enforcement there, you can always ask to get escorted to your car. Um, and also, what about people who are going out of town? I know that you guys do some things. Uh, we do folks. house watches in Flagler Beach. Whether you go away for a weekend or you go away for three months, uh, you can register with the city uh, the police department. and It's free of charge, and we check your house at least once to shift. And it tells us that uh, the form is very detailed. Like, have you canceled your mail? Do you have automatic lights that come on? Do you have someone that cuts your grass or does your pool? So we we know who should be there and who uh, is not authorized to be there. Is there a car that will be parked in your driveway? So if you have a Honda Accord that is there every day and then for we go to check on it the next day and it's not there, there's a problem. So It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. So And then there's an emergency contact uh, number on there. So... Um, a perfect example is we had an officer a couple of years ago that was checking a house and the air conditioner just did not sound right. So they contacted the emergency contact on there who called out a, a local AC company and the AC company said that air conditioner would have absolutely quit within the next 24 hours. And the family was going to be gone for like two months. So imagine your AC goes out and you come back two months later, that house would have been a mess disgusting so yeah. if you guys are not sure how do you guys put tips like this on your website or? On the, absolutely so actually i've got uh, safety tips a lot of the safety tips i talked about t- today uh, will be on our facebook page on sunday and then house watch you can just go to the police department's website at fbpd.org and look up those unique things um, again it's free of charge uh, some departments do them some don't we have the availability to do it i think it's a priority it's a it's a service that we give to to the folks that live or work in Flagler Beach. And, you know, when when you're away on vacation, you shouldn't have to worry about your house. So, you guys, if you need some assistance over the holiday or if you're not feeling safe or you just have a question, be sure to give Chief Matt a, a call. He's willing to help you out. And 517-2020. There you go. That And that's the real number, 386-517-2020. Yeah, so call me and then I'll call you. And we want to thank Coastal Cloud, Joe Wright, and the Quantum Family of Businesses, WNZF News Radio, and Flagler News Weekly for sponsoring the show. Thanks for being here, man. I know you're super busy. I'm not too busy to come out and ACU. And Mark, thanks for making time for me today. I appreciate it. And um, I'd love to come back anytime. All right, you guys have a happy holiday. We'll see you next weekend. Absolutely. Have a happy holiday, everybody.